All right, so you guys have heard a little bit about Smooth Ambler. We are on site at Western Reserve Distillers. If you listen to our Western Reserve pick, we're still on site here with our friend Scott Sauer, picking a barrel of Smooth Ambler for our Real Crafted Barrel Program. You'll hear a little bit of shuffling in the background because Western Reserve was kind enough to let us record on site while they're preparing for a big party here in a couple hours. And we decided that it was worth sacrificing perfect audio for being in person with each other. It's nice to see your face, you and Scott. It's so good to be together. Yeah. So it's just the three of us, and we are trying five samples of whiskey. Scott, what can you tell us about these samples? We don't know too much about them. Yeah, yeah. So these are all versions of uh, Smooth Ambler Old Scout. Uh, (laughs) Smooth Ambler uh, is an awesome, awesome distillery out of West Virginia. They have been bringing... uh, Bringing new light to the world of blends as well as their own distillates. Uh, a few of my all-time favorite pours have been some of their 10 to 12 year single barrels. Uh, so I'm really excited to dive into these. These are all part of their bourbon mash bill uh, between four and six years. And um, that's about all we know about these. We don't know how much is sourced versus blended mm-hmm. uh, versus straight from them as of yet. Uh, uh, hopefully we'll have more info before the barrel release. And, let, and, and I think importantly, up. and like in this, in the name of transparency, we don't really know what proof this is going to be bottled at. So yeah. we received these barrel pick samples with a label that said 40% bourbon on it, which led me to believe, oh, this is only going to be an 80 proof bourbon. Maybe it's 40% bourbon and 60% tequila. Who yeah. knows? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Honestly. <laughs> so what we try to do when we pick barrels, though, is keep in mind our audience and the fact that a lot of people like to drink their uh their bourbon their whiskey on the rocks or with a little bit of water added to dilute it so it really doesn't bother us so much that this may end up being a lower proof bottle because we're going to be adding water to each of these samples as we go yes so uh sample number one here is the oldest of the five the other four were all barreled in 2017 sample number one was barreled in 2015 it is noticeably darker and I'm sure we're, we'll get a, a little bit of a different character on that one than we will on the other four. So, guys, let's just dive right in. Let's try sample number one, the 2015 barrel. Brad, what are you picking up on the nose here? For me, this is like nutty. Mm. It's got a nice bit of oak to it, which, you know, maybe it, it's aged a little bit longer. But man, overall, it's just a beautiful, soft caramel with a little bit of peanut butter for me that I really, really like. See, this one for me, I, I'm not getting the nuttiness so much as like this one has a little bit of a floral character to me and almost in the way of like uh, like if you're allergic to to tree pollen, like I it, it, it really prickled <laughs> you're really my, selling this. Mom. No, I'm serious. Like it really prickled my nose in a way that was like, oh, this reminds me of being outside in springtime. Lots of flowers, lots of really fresh kind of, you know, like a bouquet. Does it does it remind you of the trees that were at our undergrad, Bob? No, not at all. <laughs> okay, that's not good to all. hear. <laughs> you know, I really enjoy this coming off of the rye barrel that we just uh, selected from Western Reserve just because of the contrast. Mm-hmm. You know, we talked about how the ryes that we tried today were uh, very bourbony in nature. This is a bourbon that I would almost describe as being very rye-like in yeah. nature. And uh, yeah. yeah, I got to say, pretty thin mouthfeel. Like a little bit thinner than I expected. I drank it. I swallowed it. It was like a really sharp burst of heat and then it was gone. It's like a like the bourbon equivalent of a firecracker. You know what I mean? Dude, I'm not going to lie though, the the finishing note for me that's just sitting on my palate after taking a sip is a Werther's original. 
Huh. Like, it's just got this strong, butterscotchy sweetness to it that's just chilling, mm-hmm. and I'm loving it. Yeah. That's interesting. I would describe this one as being very, uh, also buttery. It doesn't feel thin to me. It does feel like it has that uh, bit of richness, that bit of creaminess to it. Loads of vanilla. I'm also distinctly getting chocolate for the first time today. Mm. Um, you know, some some of that rich cacao. Like, I'm about to make chocolate milk. The rich cacao, am the I right? Ri- that rich cacao. <laughs> My daughter will love that. She loves her cacao. I am moving on to number two here, and I will say that, like, noticeably, this smells younger. This smells more grain-forward. Uh, it's I'm, not. It's I'm not, just going to pour it out. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> we're, we're done with this. No, seriously. <laughs> like I think that the two years in the barrel is really noticeable between one and two. And I'm going to give it a sip here. Brad, what are you picking up on the nose, though? I, I thought you were going to say I'm going to give it a six here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's young. It's grainy. Uh, it's got. It, it, it has a hint of what we had on number one. There's a tiny bit of butteriness, but it feels a little bit overwhelmed by the grain, to yeah. be honest. This one has a really interesting palette, though. I like the palette on this better than number one. It's not more complex. It just has, it's more interesting. After you swallow, I think the worst thing I can say about this is it's like very, almost like ashtray <laughs> in your mouth. That is, that is a bad thing to say about I'm a serious. whiskey. Like it's not, it's not <laughs> like a peaty whiskey and it's not a multi bourbon, but it has a very charred flavor to it. But I still think I prefer the flavor profile of two to one. Yeah, two is very unique in flavor profile. Uh, I'm definitely getting some of those lighter, maltier tones, uh, some fruitiness, some chocolate notes. It is. It's very unique, very interesting. I I like this one a lot for how different it is, especially compared to everything else that we've uh, tried uh, recently. I don't know that it's the winner yet, but I'm impressed by this one, uh, especially coming off of the nose. It was so lackluster on the nose, but yeah. uh, it had a whole lot going on on the palate. Yeah, the palate really came along in a lot of different ways. Very, very unique. Uh, honestly, not in a similar actual taste-wise, but the way our first pick with Watershed, the one we picked, number three, was so unique. This reminds me of that. It's a unique whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. I think since we've started both of these without diluting them, maybe we should just go ahead and, and sip them all through at barrel strength and then go back through with a little bit of dilution. I agree. I like Let, that. Let's go ahead and move along to number three. For me, this is the most kind of classic bourbon of the three so far. Really nice brown sugar, maple, caramel notes on the nose. I'm going to go ahead and give it a sip. But Brad, anything you want to add? It's it's still for me is a little bit grainy. Uh, not Not in a bad way or anything. I just... I'm interested to see it. It just feels a little bit younger. The grain really comes out on the palate here. The front of the palate is really nice and round, and then it hits the back of your palate, and it's like, oh, this needs like at least two more years in the barrel. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think, like, kind of confidently, I can say that I would rule three out so far. Yeah. Scott, I don't know there. where you're at on this one. I enjoyed this one quite a bit. I, I don't think it was an all-star, but I, I did think that this was a very enjoyable whiskey. Uh, I'm definitely getting the spices that uh, I know everyone uh, knows at this point that are that I like for the first time out of this set. Uh, I get that like richer, spicier cinnamon, uh, you know, the clove kind of allspice, winter spice profile out of this one. But it is it's very one dimensional, more so than uh, more so than the others. So. Yeah, yeah. From nose to palate to finish, it definitely had 
a one note track that just hits you at every way and it wasn't it, it was genuinely solid but yeah it was enjoyable but it wasn't a it wasn't a standout yeah when i moved to number 4 this one reminds me a lot of the watershed pick it has a nice dustiness to it a little bit of a cherry note on the nose uh, and you can really tell the alcohol is underlying it dude that cherry yeah mm. it's pretty pronounced isn't it let's give it a sip Oh yeah, dude, that's that's really beautiful. It's good, but again, I think it tastes too young. Hmm. Uh, there's something to be said about the maturity of uh, of a great whiskey. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This one is. I feel like if this one had three more years in the barrel, it would be like a stellar whiskey. the The nose is already there. I think the front of the palate is already there. But for me, it really suffered towards the back end. I'm, I'm going to say this is my favorite so far. Uh, I do think that this has more of the mustiness mm-hmm. um, that can definitely be a throw off. Uh, but it is, to me, of this group, the most complex. It goes from fruit to spice to must. And uh, it does have that lingering back palate kind of funk to it. Uh, but to me, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I, I enjoy the, uh, you know, the, again, the complexity of that. Brad, where are you falling on number four here? Number four is unique. I actually really like it a lot. It it comes along on the palate. Once again, I feel like all four of these so far have been a little bit unimpressive on the nose compared to where we get to on the palate. Mm. That's really funny. I feel like I'm almost in an opposite camp here where the nose promises a lot, but the the relative youth of this whiskey is really making itself known on the palate. I think I agree with that. Like, it, this is the opposite of two. If two had nothing on the nose but was big and bold in flavor, this one is big and bold on the nose and pretty one-dimensional on the palate. All right, listen. We're going to pick a barrel of their whiskey. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something about number five that Smooth Ambler is not going to like, probably. But I want you to nose this, and then I'm going <laughs> to give the weirdest note I've ever given nosing anything. Hospital. It smells like the, whatever the antiseptic is that they use to clean a hospital. I don't know how else to explain that. I don't My know. My mom has worked in a hospital her whole life. I have visited her floor many, many times. What, what are you it just visiting me, her it, floor for? When I was a kid, like I used to go up after school and like, you know, what, are you guys not picking this up at Bob, all? Bob, I got to trade you here. I think this is a, a good lesson too. Are you still getting it? I'm still getting it. Okay. Man. Okay. All right. I'm not getting, I mean, I've worked in a hospital for years and uh, I'm not getting it. This has a distinct hospital smell to me. I don't know what else to tell you. We'll have to have your mom nose it and really (laughs) confirm. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) your mom can nose it. Right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, You know, yeah, it does almost have that like a little bit of scotchy, you know, funky band-aid kind it's of got like esque. a it's got like an artificially scented disinfectant smell to me like a lavender scented disinfectant i don't know how else to describe it but like it, it's got some sort of weird floral chemically smell to me okay it's it's funny too how much the olfactory bulb is tied in with your memories mm-hmm. right yes it's funny uh, that you say that your mom works at the hospital right uh so you probably have had that's what you're associating yeah. the smell with, 100%. Uh, you know, whereas Brad and I might not have had uh, as much experience in or around that. You guys so. haven't been injured enough to, to yeah. know that smell. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Weirdly, the palate on this, I think, might be the most complex of the five. Like, it, uh, 
it definitely still has a little bit of youth, and I think the burn is a little too harsh for my taste. Uh, but from front to back, I think this might be the most consistently good experience of the five. Yeah. I, I love it. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. This is creamy. This is spicy. Um, it's complex. It definitely develops on your palate. You get the richness. You get the butter. Uh, and then you get the long, lingering finish. Yeah. This reminds me of the number one that we did did not end up picking from Watershed hmm. a lot. And with the awesome addition of that lavender um you know antiseptic uh aroma that you just you just can't find on anywhere else listen that's know? how we're gonna sell this barrel have you ever been in a hospital <laughs> we've got a whiskey for you have we got a whiskey for you guys i really like this one a lot i do too it gets a little bit buttery in the middle mm-hmm. and by the end you get some of those flowers coming out that it's a really beautiful experience yeah 100 percent. so as of right now it sounds like five's the front runner, despite my really weird nosing note. I have gone back through and I've added a little bit of water to each of these samples. I say we just, let's just go right back through in order, one through five. I'm going to try this number one as you guys add a little bit of water. All right, so number one, weirdly, took on a very malty, scotchy profile for me in a way that I really, really like. And it has this really nice undertone of English toffee to me. It's not caramel for sure. It's toffee notes. And I think like, you know, without having uh, tasted the other four with a little bit of dilution, one has just immediately jumped out to me as, as the most complex, the most interesting of the five. Yeah, one has a lot going on for it. I'm with you, dude. I, I think that the initial nose is really nice compared to most of the other ones here. And by the time you hit the finish, you have so many different flavors. It's it's deeply complex, but not to the point where you're overwhelmed by what's going on. And I, I really like it. Yeah, uh, I think the chocolate really absolutely comes out after uh, a little bit of water, too. I agree. This is this is definitely a great bourbon, uh, you know, through and through. This, this reminds me of some of those um, other highlights uh, that I've tasted in the past from Smooth Ambler. Uh, where it has that complexity, it has the chocolate, it has the it has the butter. It still has a little bit of a lighter mouthfeel than some of the others, but uh, not so much that that's disappointing. Hmm. So I just tasted number two. Again, I think that the nose is improving kind of across the board with a little bit of dilution. This one, again, had a little bit of that sort of malty scotchiness to it. But then on the flavor, it's just, I think I can safely rule two out uh, yeah. from my deliberations. It just, it tastes even younger after adding water to me. And honestly, dude, I'm with you on number three as well. Really? I feel like number three just tastes a little bit younger once it's diluted. It, it's more grainy. It it doesn't have quite as much character to it as it had the first time. You know, say, say what you will about two. It might not be the greatest whiskey. I love the uniqueness of it. Mm. And, and sometimes that's a big throw off for me. You know, I've, mm. I've tasted a lot, a lot of bourbons in my day and... Sometimes I'll get kind of thrown off when I taste something that has that, ooh, I've never, this is this is really different, especially yeah. in comparison to the rest of this set and the ones we just went through. I think this is the most individual of the bunch, hmm. you know. Uh, sure, maybe it's the run to the pack, but, uh, you know, there's <laughs> something that's... Uh, it's scrappy. Yeah, but there's something yeah. special yeah. about it, yeah. Did you try three yet, Scott? Because I think, Brad, I'm, I'm kind of flip-flopped from you. I like three better. It still drinks huh. very hot even after like a little bit of dilution. Um, but I think that I prefer the flavor profile of three 
to two. I'm with you, Scott. It's two is definitely unique. I think three stands up a little bit better, and it doesn't taste quite as grainy to me. Oh uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, if if two had all the malt, you know, three has all the spice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has that oak that we we all know we love. On four, I'm not really getting anything different on the nose than I did with three. It's pretty much a classic bourbon. Uh, the alcohol stands out a little bit. It's a little bit prickly. I, I'd be interested to see what the mash bill is on this because I would assume it's high rye. This has a, a really prickly nose yeah. to it. Yeah, it's definitely got some spiciness coming through to it. But I think, Scott, you mentioned before, like, baking spices, cloves. Yeah. You, for me, once it's diluted, that really comes through strong. It's To me, this one's really unique and interesting. Yeah. Don't know if it's my pick, but it's a good one. Four is the most frustrating one to me because I think the nose is, is among my favorites. And then the first two-thirds of the palate are probably my favorite. It's a really nice classic bourbon. And then you go to swallow and it just, it really turns bitter it on It messes you. with you. It's, yeah. I mean, it's not even just like too young. It's bitter. And I think it's a character, uh, uh, it's a symptom of it not being aged well enough or long enough. And I think, again, like two to three more years in the barrel, this one is going to be really phenomenal, but it's just not there yet. Yeah. I, I absolutely agree. Um, I think this one is, it has a lot going on. This is the start of a great bourbon, uh, you know. This is the Stag Jr. looking to, to become yeah. the George T. Yeah. You know? Have you moved on to five yet? I, I have moved on to five. All right. I haven't tasted it. But on the nose, the dilution has brought out this weird like dill pickle, almost like olive brine. So so we've note. gone from hospital lavender to olive piss. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Very much so. I just want to make sure I'm clear on where we're going here. Listen, you, no. can, you can try to rake me over the coals, but tell me I'm wrong. I mean, did, <laughs> did it not take on this weird kind of briny character? It's salty. De- definitely. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I, I agree. Uh, yeah. yeah. We went from Lavender Hospital to Aquarium, you know, yeah. like that little bit of... Uh, aquarium rocks yeah 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 i don't think the flavor has improved at all on dilution and in fact it probably suffers a bit and like after i swallowed i was like oh that was okay and then like four or five seconds later really really bitter for me Mm. for me it's definitely between this and and one Mm -hmm. um i uh i will say this one probably won out on the first pass i do think i'm after the water, uh, one has pulled a little bit ahead, but I still really like this. Uh, to me, this has a lot going on. It's very complex. I, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily hate that bitterness that it has, and I think that it has the uh, the richness and the full full focus flavor profile, and 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 that little bit of surprise, you know, mm-hmm. um, that that I really find interesting. Well, guys, I say that we take five here. Let's kind of reset our palettes, and we'll come back. It sounds like one and five are our finalists. Yeah. I actually really liked three as well, mm. um, but I think we can all agree that two, three, and four all had just uh, some really young notes to them on the yep. palette, yeah. and that's going to kind of prevent us from from taking them forward at this point. We'll yeah. kick them to the curb. Yeah. Easily. We're right where they deserve to right. be. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll come back in a little bit. We'll finish out this barrel pick. All right. So it's time for us to pick our barrel of Smooth Ambler Old Scout. Brad, can it really be as simple as the fact that one is just older and, and therefore m- more well-rounded? I mean, yeah. we were kind of talking over the break. 
Five is interesting and unique and hospitally and everything Bob wants <laughs> mm. it to be. But number one is definitely just a well-rounded experience mm-hmm. that I think is approachable to anyone. Like, if you're somebody who's been drinking for a long time, this is an approachable enjoyable experience yeah. for people who are new into the world of whiskey i think this is a great single barrel pick to sink your teeth into yeah and i, I also think that the youth of the other four really became apparent when you added a little bit of water like the more you diluted it the more it was like oh there's not a lot of character to these yet and number one both at barrel strength and diluted it has this really nice and i was telling you guys this on the break Almost like a uh, like a movie theater popcorn kind of smell to it. It's really saline forward, but very, very buttery. I don't quite know if I get that on the flavor as much, but I don't think that it's a stretch to say that this is the most complex of the four. Yeah, e- easily. Scott, where are you at? Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely in agreement with the group. I think there was a lot of great qualities about the other four individually. I could almost see these becoming a stellar blend, like, mm. uh, you know, mixing back and forth with some of them. But one was the standout as far as one barrel, one bottle. Yeah. Like, this is this is the one to go to. One barrel to rule them all. Do you know what this is? Here's my tasting note. It's a barrel of Smooth Ambler. The buttered popcorn jelly belly. Ooh. That's what this is. That's interesting. It's just sweet enough that it, it doesn't quite taste like popcorn, but it has that really briny, salty character to it. I, yeah. I'm a big fan. Like, yeah. the more I drink this, the more I'm like, oh, yeah. I really like this. I like jelly bellies. This, yeah. is, this is right up my alley. <laughs> this reminds me of, um, and I agree, you definitely do get some of that, like, buttered popcorn notes. Uh, this reminds me, my girlfriend came home very excited the other day with a bag of uh, Oreo covered popcorn that she found at the grocery store that was actually ended up being pretty tasty so free plug for the brand that uh is doing that you can send payments to um the film and whiskey podcast um we, scott we're we gonna appreciate talk more afterwards about this because uh that sounds delicious yeah well guys i think it's pretty clear here barrel number one is the winner we are incredibly excited to bring this to you the real crafted select program is something that has gone beyond our wildest dreams. We love bringing you guys single barrel picks, and we're really excited to bring this smooth ambler to you. Yeah, I mean, Brad, you were just talking over the break about how we had been dreaming about doing a barrel pick someday, to yeah. just in a few months going to doing two barrel picks in one day. Yeah, Incredible. it's wild. It it really is. I'm excited for people to try this. Like the buttered popcorn jelly belly note is the mm. most accurate thing I can give that. But it's also like if you are into really complex flavor combinations, if you like kettle corn, like this is right up your alley. Mm -hmm. So this is barrel number 24744 from Smooth Ambler. The official choice of the Phil and Whiskey podcast. Of their old scout line. Be on the lookout for this in the next couple months. We will put all of the details as far as bottle signups on our social medias, in our newsletter, and on our Discord. Scott. Any final thoughts on this barrel? Look, I just I'm very happy that uh, to be able to do this with you guys. Like this was a this was a blast today, and I appreciate you, and I appreciate Smooth Ambler for for uh, getting us these samples. Heck yeah. yeah, we will be back on Monday with another regularly scheduled episode. But until then, I'm Bob Book. I'm Brad G, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>